morning, South Florida, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the breakfast at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Take a deep breath and a good whiff of that coffee brewing. Grab yourself some toast, a donut, or any breakfast as Dawn and Friday get you up and ready for the rest of the day. So call in at 888-565-1470 to share a tip of the day or just to say good morning. Shake off your sleepies, buckle in, because it's showtime. Welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe, the Brew Crew in the morning. My mic is not on. Let's try it again. <laughs> technical welcome, difficulties. Welcome, technical difficulties. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe morning show, the Brew Crew. That was a moment of silence that we had for all lost Americans during the tragic day of 9-11, a day that will never be forgotten, at least in my life, whatever is left of it. Um, and a lot of stuff today, we're going to be playing all sorts of pieces and everything else. The, the crew did a marvelous, oh I, you know something? I don't know if I can watch it. I watched it early this morning and I thought, you know what, everything we do, our crew, slick, you don't sleep. That piece <laughs> and Hector starting that piece. Yeah, true. Holy smokes. Hector sent that in late. And like I got it in late. That that's why I didn't finish it. I got it in late because the fact that I went to sleep early last night, Hector sent that piece in and I heard it and I'm like, I have to put this in at the first or the beginning. Truly. And yeah. you're gonna find out what we're all talking about. We're gonna share that later today. We just have to add a little we're gonna play it later. We're gonna add a little ending to it. We're and put some, well, we're gonna be doing a few Absolutely unexpected, a spectacular piece. When you see what our crew puts together. Amazing. And it's amazing because they were young, you know, five, six, sevens, and they were young. So and I thought it'd be nice to see their perspective on what it was and then. And let me see, it was 2001, right? So yep. that would have made Freddie 11, and it would have made Gio 6. And and Mata was there, and I'm going to try to reach out to Michelle Mata. Michelle Mata came in from across the street. She was there. She saw everything. She was in the buildings, one of the buildings that survived across the street and it was horrific and she came home covered in every element you can think of and it was tough it was tough to watch that i'll never forget the eeriness of no planes no trains no automobiles and the highways were empty all of it all of it but that being said that being said the tribute is um of all the lives all the souls that were lost that day there was no color there was no creed there was no argument. There was no none of the stuff that's going on right now. There was just death all around us. And I got to tip my hat because I'm proud to say I am a New Yorker. I will always be a New Yorker. And that day, the outpour, that month, that year, the Yankees, the Mets, everything that happened that year, all the outpouring, all the help, there was no such thing as no, I can't. So here we go. It is a solemn day, and wait till you see this piece. What you guys put together, truly, truly a gift. And 
is one of the reasons you stop and you think, you know what? Business is business, but this is not about business. This is our family that we sit with every day and to hear Teddy's story and all of these stories and, and Hector, our animator, and you'll truly understand when you hear it and see what they put forward. Today is not a day for business. Today is a day for coming together, for families, for remembering, and for coming together as a nation that we've done before and we shall do again. And that is, right. to me, the greater message. And three years ago today, apparently we had a hurricane in Florida. Yes, we did. And I reposted, I had looked up, we w I went outside and I looked up as everyone was cleaning the debris that day. And I looked at the clouds and there were angels flying over my house. So I reposted that picture also because when you look up and you actually count your blessings. So today is going to be a faith-filled Friday. Whatever faith you have or just keeping the faith. And we also have Vianney Social coming up on our 12 o'clock hour. We've got... Um, Gubberum sponsored Slick Saloon today at yes. 12 o'clock. True. So yeah. we got to keep going. We remember, we will never forget, always in our hearts, and we continue to hope and bring people together. That's right. Today, put your swords down. A day of love and hope and faith. Because if today's not that day, I, as Freddie says, I don't know what to tell you, but That's today right. should really be that day. Take a look at the person next to you, and you know what? Give them a hug. Now, today is the Kenny Love Day. Exactly. Boy, I'm going to tell you, this is a tough one. Uh, how ironic is it that Kenny Love's show is today? Really? I mean, think about it. It's just so ironic. Is that, it? That show came out of nowhere, and it talked about, it talks about love. It talks about um, the, the human aspect towards one another, and it, there's no show more appropriate than that show today. I mean, all the shows are going to have Actually, this morning I was watching whatever I had on, NBC, I think it was, and they were talking about spreading love. And how different people and different shows and different segments are about spreading love. And I thought, you know what, Kenny, we need to send a pitch for Kenny's show really to the national level and get some recognition because what he is doing and bringing it forward. And I think we've got Cantor Sharon coming in to sing today as yeah. we open up our it's studio and fill this place with some music. It's going to be a very interesting day to say the least. But anyway, I wanted to jump on some of the things that occurred yesterday. Okay. For those of you that watched the first NFL game mm. during the pandemic, it was held in Arrowhead Stadium, which is a beautiful stadium in Kansas City. Really nice. I think it holds 76,000 people. So they were able to bring in 15,000? Slick, you think? Yeah. They were saying 15 to 17,000 was at that game, social distance in yes. the stands. And they put on a band that they have to wear I think for two weeks, that was the agreement. And they gave those out to the, the, the people because they want to be able to track to make sure nobody gets sick. And if they did, they want to know why. Um, they carefully selected. They even interviewed the guy that put this thing together for this thing. But during the game. Teddy, come on out. During the game, there was a anthem, which I never knew existed. They're calling it the Black Lives Anthem. Did you, did you know that going in? No, it, uh, it was two it was two songs that I was hearing. Like uh, it was the national was anthem, song, yeah. and an, 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 uh, it was a song before that. Texans elected to not hear both songs. That's that's like it, it was in a big controversy, but Texans um, chose to stay in the locker room for both songs. Well, they national they anthem. stayed in the locker room, and and Kansas City players uh, went arm in arm, but they played an anthem, mm -hmm. like, which I think is considered the Black Lives Anthem. Yeah. Did you what see it? Saying. I didn't. I didn't see it. That was the beginning of the show. I just didn't hear it, though. I didn't hear it. I heard it, and I saw the the tape they played with the players, and um, and and it was sang by a famous black artist. Um, I didn't know at the time that there even was a black anthem, or it's being considered the black anthem. I shouldn't say it is. So this what is happened? You were saying they. So hold on. So they did that, and they did the national anthem, and then both teams came out arm in arm. To offer a moment of silence for the deaths, the racial prejudice death, and the boos came out of the stands. Right. Now, again, just my interpretation. I don't think the fans were booing why they were doing it. I don't think that they were booing the cause of doing it. There's two ways of looking at it. Maybe they were booing because that occurred, and that's the way they are that's the way the fans were, were, were reading it. J.J. Watts is all in arms. He doesn't understand. Has he anyone talked understand. to the situation? Has anyone interviewed them? Or I'm sure there had to be media saying why. Everybody's saying why. And but no, came forward with but I answer. want, But I want people to look. Maybe that was their way of saying, 
what happened they're bullying, not what they were doing was bullying. That's number uh, one. Okay. You can look at it that way. Or you could look at it as many people told me they don't want any politics in their sports. You gotta understand, you go to Arrowhead Stadium, you're gonna spend at least two hundred and fifty dollars a person. You're paid to see the game. These are diehard fans that have been, you know, no games. I'm gonna oh, what am I gonna do? Right? And they go out there and they don't wanna see politics in the game. Same thing with basketball players. Would you rather see LeBron drop sixty or talk about politics? And I think that what's happening right now, it isn't they're booing what the players are doing. I think what's happening is maybe that was their way of saying what happened ain't cool. We got to change. I understand that. But at the same time, I think when people say I don't want politics in my games, this is it's not like I don't want politics in my video games. Like these are real humans that are this is affecting many of the players on those teams are people of color who this is affecting them in their real lives and is affecting their families and their fans. And you know, when you're saying, I don't want politics in my game, you're dehumanizing them. And you're saying you're not a real person. You're just a player that you're someone I like to watch on TV. You're just a pawn in this game that I like to watch, you know, and it, well, it but, takes but away from them being real people. The president says something and it's involved in the game. So the players shot back. That's what they don't want. That's what I'm thinking. I don't I will. I would like to see sports be sports. When 9-11 happened. Mike Piazza hit a home run for the Mets to beat Atlanta Braves in the ninth inning. It was the most thrilling thing I've ever seen in my life. That's what I want to see. Tom Seaver, he struck out 19 in the game. That's what I want to see. I think what the fans are saying, listen, I used to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan for the longest. I didn't even know why. I like the color of the helmet. That's why. And watching the game last night, I think that Mahomes is the greatest quarterback playing the game because of athleticism. The two quarterbacks that were on that field are the richest quarterbacks in the game. They could buy a small country with what they're making. So it's not even about that anymore. I think that what's happening is that you want to go somewhere where you can get away from the noise. You want to go somewhere where you can sit back, have a beer or a Coke, have your kids next to you, have your wife, and just be on and watch the game. But that's a lot of privilege that a lot of, and that's what they're fighting against. There's a lot of people of color that don't have that privilege. How many yeah. people have been killed coming from sporting events and coming from bars when they were just sure. trying to get away? And I'm not like fighting with you. I know that you're not going against it, but it's a privilege that some of these people don't have that White ability to do. Right? And after 9-11, there were a lot of uh, Islam and Muslims and people from the Middle East or even just looked Middle Eastern who didn't have that ability. And now we have to fight for, you know, all the people of color to have that ability, too. But the conversation you're having is about the realities of what's going on. Yeah, but that's what the players are trying to have. But yeah, the, the, players are having, the players are trying to have it because, like, I feel like they would want to get back to, like, playing football. But being that they're on that platform and the fact that both quarterbacks, like, if you've seen last night, um, what is it? I forgot – Texans quarterback Watson. Yeah. Watson was uh, on the Chiefs bench. I felt like it wasn't really a game. It was like mostly proactively showing that. Like, well, they're friends. Yeah, no, they're definitely friends. Well, he was on the Chiefs bench because he got run out of bounds. He was only in there for two seconds. No, true, but it was kind of like I know I noticed when like uh, before this before this pandemic, like when teams do get pushed over to the other side, it's not like friendly camaraderie. They usually just leave, but. Basically, Watson came in. It was kind of like, it was kind of like a unification. Like they're trying to, sh I feel like they're trying to use their platform in a good light because if they go back to playing football, it's kind of like it's kind of like giving you a filter. But in actuality, reality's happening outside, and you see, what is it? You see what's happening to majority of people that look like myself, and they, they're, I feel like they're just trying to use their platform in a good light. I mean, they can go back to football, but. That game last night was mostly, I feel like, a statement. You know who I want to add? She's actually watching the show, Mama Ali. She says, good morning. Good morning, Mama Ali. There's no one better to ask I right now. I wish she was here right now. Yeah. The Mama Ali in sports and what's going and on. What, and what, what, at the time, it was Cassius Clay, what he went through. Right. And how Muhammad changed Howard Cosell's career. Howard was a Jewish man, a nobody. He made Howard. It was his antics. And he was. We should see what she's doing later. Maybe she'll call in. 
Tongue in cheek is what he uh, what he did with True. Howard Cosell. But again, I, I think I understand where you're coming from. I, I though. think that the problem here um, is that you guys are still young. Okay. And 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 I understand that the the wounds to you are deeper right now. But I got to tell you something. I've seen so much hate in my life that it's ridiculous. You just get tired of fighting. It's not even about tired of fighting. I just wish for 30 seconds or two hours, you know, I got to see a Met game one day in the owner's box. A friend of mine gave me tickets, and I took Freddie, Gio, Michelle. And we were sitting right by the third base side where the owner of the Miami Marlins sat. And he gave those tickets to a friend of mine. They gave them to me. I was front row. Baseball players came over. They gave Freddie the bat. That's the bat that sits there. They gave him gloves. And we were Met fans, and they knew it because we have our Met gear. The police came over and said, listen, you're going to be sitting in the owner's box. We need you to be respectful to the Marlins. If you can't do that, we have to move you. I said, my kids are well-behaved. Don't worry about it. That is the most unbelievable game I have ever seen because I'm, you can actually hear them. When a, player, when a batter strikes out, you ever notice that he stares at the pitcher? Mm-hmm. He says some things to the pitcher like, you son of a... He's angry because they're playing at a very high-stakes game. The NFL, when I got to coach as a defensive coordinator, it, I mean, we weren't barbarians. They're fighting against one another. We didn't do that, but it was intense. You know, a guy got hit out of bounds from the other team. You didn't help him up. You didn't help him up. Not because you wanted to be mean. It takes more energy to get off the floor, right? Yeah. Let him spend some extra energy, and then maybe the next play he's a little more tired. It's all the psychology, but this is what it is. So when I, go, when I see a football game, I don't, it isn't that I don't want them to be non-human. I would love it if they did it after the game, leading up to the game. But the game, I'm an old-fashioned guy. I don't believe in the DH, okay? I don't believe that pitchers should be... What's the DH? Des- yeah. Designated hitter. I was going yeah, to I don't believe that the extra innings, they put a runner at second base. Now, that's Little League baseball. I did that when I coached Little League. I don't like that. They're Major League Baseball players. If you have to stay there for three hours instead of two, that's the game. You don't like it, don't go. Speeding up the game, to me, is not a priority. It is to the owners of the game. You want to put little things in the insole, slogans and all that, on the helmets. Do you know that the NFL, only a certain number of uh, players can only wear a certain cleat. Another certain number of players have to work wear another set of cleats. And another set of players have to tape their shoes for no cleats. Why? Because the NFL has contract with the shoe companies. And they only allow X amount of players to wear it per game. The uh, UFC actually did that, too. They had a... I believe with Reebok, they had a contract where every UFC fighter had to wear all Reebok, which was horrible because if you don't like the way Reebok gloves feel or you don't like the way the Reebok shorts feel, you had to wear you them. Had to well, that's wear what them. I'm thinking. What if you don't like the cleats? Or what if you, you happen no to want the cleats, but someone you and, have to wear the and, other cleats? And those shoes are tailor-made. You know when you go buy a pair of sneakers? Yeah. You take them from the rack. You know, they say, oh, what size? Not the NFL. They take your foot, they cast it, they make it tailor-made yeah. to your foot. Swollen and not swollen. You have two sets of shoes, three sets of shoes sometimes. At halftime, they switch their shoes sometimes. It depends on how much tape. Well, the Hurricanes played last night also. And they won. I want to call. I actually wanted to see if Benny had some time today to kick off sports season. He should. He should. Uh, that's another story. But he. Ha- I just got to reach out to him. He had a great show last night, Benny Blades, the two-minute warning. He did. It and was interesting because I think they said that Brady's playing the Saints, which I got to be yeah. the game of the year of the week. And something happened last night. I couldn't hear. Somebody got hurt. Or somebody's not playing. You Anybody hear? hear? I didn't hear. I will look, though. We got to find out. I didn't out hear anything. I can find out right now. But I wanted to reach out to Benny. Let's reach out to Mama Ali. And we're going to maybe reminisce, do some sports, because we've been talking about opening sports for six months since everything got closed down. And now here we are. There were 8,000 or 6,000, I think, fans at the Hurricane game last night and the Dolphins game is Sunday but apparently that's not home it's away and do you know the baseball season ends on the 27th of this month it ends I didn't even realize it really started it ends 
Three, three quarters through the season. My dad loves baseball. I think baseball is totally a New York primarily. If you're from New York, you love baseball. Everybody loves baseball. But I think from New York, because a lot of Marlins are like transplant New Yorkers. So you kind of you know have two why? teams. Because you got a champion in New York and you have an underdog. The Mets are the little brother to the Yankees. And every underdog favorite. There are Mets fans that are Mets fans like me in dire pain. And every time the Yankees are winning, and the Yankees keep winning, and the Yankees win some more, it hurts, man. It's the underdog. It's like the Dolphins. They're just, yeah. they're just the underdogs, and people keep rooting for them, but yet they're the Dolphins, just the underdogs. The Dolphins won Super Bowls. They have that, that era. That they they won one, right? They had the perfect season. They had the perfect no, season. You no guys celebrate that every year. It's ridiculous. But okay. Yeah, I mean, that was 1972. It was a long time ago. But you think now you keep waiting for that to happen again. And the Giants... The Jets are the little sister to the Giants. Yeah. So it's all, all of that going on. Yeah, Teddy was with us One late last one. night with Benny Blades and kicking that off. He did a great job. Benny always brings it. He was actually outside doing this show, which was remarkable. He was, mountains in, in North, North Carolina. Carolina. I'm trying to look up who got hurt last night. <laughs> Anybody, any changes in that game? I don't see it so far. Interesting. Maybe that was inside information. <laughs> I got to run to watch that show again. Benny show? Yeah. I know. Well, actually, this is we may a change. Have see what's going on. with. I wanted to reach out to him, Jay and Janine. I think Momentum Mindset might be joining us on our 130 hour today. I think it's time to bring everyone forward, and we've had a wow, lot Jane of friends. Wow, Jay and Janine show, they could play the piano. <gasps> oh, the saloon is going to have some music. I don't know. I think they're coming in, but they're going to be calling in. we no, got to get them. I know. we got to get them What is it with this calling in crapola? we got to get them. You know what happens is people get so used to doing it remotely because yes, they can work until they turn on their computer and they do their show. And I get all of that. But there is something that's different in business and being together in relationships when the face-to-face, -face, when you actually get face-to-face -face again. It was great having Wayne back in the studio. It was great having Kenny Love and Tracy back in the studio and opening some things up a little bit at a time, but it's nice to see people. It is. And you know something, calling your host, you gotta get out of your bubble. Did you hear they're gonna create the bubble for the playoffs in baseball? Really? All the games are gonna be housed in one area with a bubble. Where are they going to Disney World? They don't know. They're still talking about They're it. They probably might just so, go Florida, yeah. They, they are might go so, Disney World. It might be Orlando because they mm -hmm. have that big complex. Correct. They are so amazed at what the NBA has done. The NBA Finals, you know, the, the teams are in the final section. Mm -hmm. They allow their families now to stay with the players. You know what I'm saying? After like 60 days or whatever the hell. Oh, my God. That's my wife. I forgot. Oh, my God. You grew a beard. But they did it. And they did this and great experiment. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks like the baseball people are going to follow that. That'll be interesting. The NFL is traveling in every city. You see that everyone's moving to Florida, by the way? Yeah. Who's moving to Florida? Everyone. Everybody. They, they did a segment on the news this morning that everyone is moving to Florida. Don't come down here. Housing sales are up like 143%. Well, I got to sell yes. my house. Anybody want to buy my house? Now is the know. time to sell your house. Yes, Seriously. I want to sell. People are leaving Manhattan in droves because they want to get out of the high-rises. Seriously. They want to get out of being confined. They want to get out of central air. They want that isn't the first time. When 9-11 came, even I left New York. But that's what I'm saying. So again, now, people are coming to Florida. So if you want to sell your house, now might be the perfect so time. So I have the a good time to buy in New York? It would be a good time to buy in New York. Yeah, Start it would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think now Go would back. be a good time to, to buy in New York. And they said people who can afford two houses are doing that, or they're renting their homes in New York. And then they're moving Vincenzo. down here and vice versa. Morning, yeah. Chenzo. I think if you want to buy a house, let me know. Give me a call. I got one for you. I'm selling my house. I think now's the perfect time to sell I think I am going to move to Colorado. Fort Lauderdale's up. West Palm Beach is up. It's crazy. Like can the, I do this the housing Colorado? market. You can. I mean, I want to yeah. move to Colorado. Okay. It, you know it's snowing in Colorado? I know. That's what I need. I need to. Isn't that unbelievable? It's like really snowing. Friends of ours are out there, and they actually built a snowman. There's that much snow. Three feet like, of snow. It's not like flurries and it was over. And then you've got the wildfires in California that are burning everything down. Colorado, you've got snow. It absolutely, I feel like when you're in your kindergarten, you just draw a map and you put any kind of weather you want and it makes no sense. Your teacher goes, oh no, because it's 100 degrees here. What's it going to be here? Well, it's snowing here and then we got fires here and we got hurricanes over here. It's, if you actually drew a weather map, I always wanted to be a weather girl and have a green screen. And you could say, oh, he, it makes absolutely no sense what's going on in our world right now. It weather. is so hot. 
And everything and is orange in California. It is so hot. Yeah. That it's, if it's going to rain, the clouds evaporate. It is so hot. They melt, and there's no rain in sight. Not a good deal. But I want to move to Colorado. You know why? Why? Because it's a mile up. And I think that with the change of weather and everything else, the whole United States is going to be underwater, except for Colorado. It's interesting. So today I want you to know, this morning I stopped, I've been wanting to stop at this bakery over and over on my way into the studio. Oh, wow, this is heavy. So I stopped and I got everyone some treats. I know we're doing some taste testing. I don't know what Teddy got. Yeah. But I stopped it this morning. You have the card. Yes. I don't know the name of it. And I walked in. I didn't know if they were wholesale or they were open to the public. I'm still not so really sure because um, Spanish is not my first language. But, you know, food is the universal language is all I can say. And Ooh. these delicacies i didn't even know which ones to choose so we're gonna enjoy everybody it is on the way in Panateria here y pasteria mexicana this is bread and pastries mexican okay style. okay awesome That's it is nice. open seven days a week wow dude this are you La villa bakery is called and i think they must sell to Ooh. the wholesalers okay. because they had a what fear there oh up here's here Pierre, Pierre, come on in. Come I think out. they Don't must be sell they in the bulk because they had trucks that were taking it and racks and racks and trays and you could go in and their prices are unbelievable. A dollar for each of these. They're saying is you cannot just have one. That's you why I bought a lot. Oh, this, oh my God, they do three tier, four tier wedding case. They got a SpongeBob in they have there. Everything yeah. there. I'm telling <laughs> you, I was running a little late, so I ran in and I ran out. So you guys are going to have to do some taste testing for us. 1580 Northwest Boca. Uh, this is in second. This is right here. 1580 right here. Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard. I pass it every Suite morning on the five. way in. Yep. Little little strip corner, and there's never any cars. There's a massage place in there. There's a lot of You know of what things. this is? That's a card. You didn't get it stamped. I'm telling you, Spanish is not my first. If you language. if you get stamped, <laughs> you get a you get a prize. I am. Um, was happy I asked and got a card. So they were really, really nice. They said, take a tongue. They explained this is guava take and a cheese. Tongue. A, a tongue in a tray. It's like, like whatever oh, you a want. a tongue. A tongue. So you're not touching not a, a things. Tongue. A, a tongue. A tongue. Yeah. And it, your English is so ah, sexy. Ah, no, right? But she so did say tongue. She muffins. did say tongue. This is guava and cheese for you. A cookie. I don't know what's in the chocolate. They've got donuts, breads, pastries. We'll go ahead and give them a call. Well, I'm going to tell you something. That chocolate pastry is like a Pop-Tart. Oh, we should cut into it. Dibs. You guys want to cut into them? Call it. We got to put mayo and cheese on it. Put it in the microwave. That's and watch the Never mind. Did you see the text <laughs> Hard I sent pass. to you? Hard so pass. Dr. Roseanne said, yeah. texted me last night. She goes, Freddy's a hoot. I'll pass on the mayo and cheese, though. First of all, don't criticize something you ain't never had. Have you ever <laughs> had it? It's delicious. You ever kiss a girl? Okay, that's one thing I do. Not with thing. mayo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Not you with mayo. Yes. Not with mayo and is cheese. Mic open? <laughs> yes. Not with yeah, mayo you and you cheese. Turn it on, right? You never yeah, kiss definitely. a girl? Yeah. Not with mayo and cheese. <laughs> when you kiss a girl, when you grew up, did you think that kissing a girl was going to be nerve wracking? Because I know it's nerve wracking the first girl you kissed. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Right? But it wasn't with mayo. But now mayo. you're an expert. <laughs> now you like it. You like it a lot, don't you? It wasn't. It wasn't with mayo, mayo and cheese. And cheese. What are you no, it wasn't. So it wasn't with mayo, mayo and cheese, then? though. Like it's like trying something new that you're trying to end pop up. Tart. You're gonna end up loving. It. Oh, look at this. Just like mommy used to make. Just like mommy used to make. Want to try their pop tart? Of course. We can try each one and see how you like it. This is a patalillo. Which is? It's like. What you guys would call like a cake. It does look like a pop tart. Though. Is it pretty good? Today's going to be a test testing because Slick Saloon is open today Can also. This? No. It's all I can tell you. We got and Slick Saloon. We have taste testing. I have something really cool for Slick to make for Slick Saloon. Awesome. So I'm very excited. How is that? You guys like the pop tart? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Chewy. Did you pass I it like this did better than a pop tart though. Oh, okay. I don't want to go down. What that's the one. Pass the pop tart over. Cake. See how you guys like that one. What should we try next? That one's nice. Want to try the guava and cheese? No, no, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no mayo though. No, no mayo. mayo and cheese. You never had a mayo and cheese sandwich? Mayo and cheese sandwich? Yeah. See, that makes sense. A mayo Just and mayo cheese sandwich. 
but on a just sandwich. Just mayo and cheese and bread. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, I eat mayo and cheese with, like, if I put something on it, like veggies or something. You ever had mayo and cheese sandwich? That's the question. No, All right, Freddie. Not just mayo and cheese. All right, Freddie. Do you like um, chocolate or orange? I had it. I'm not a big fan. Oh, I like it. All right, Freddie. There's also chocolate orange. Um, there's a drink that they made once. I Here, have that. a piece of this. Really? See how that is. It's very flaky, this I must say. It's flaky. Yeah, you have to sort of swallow it. <laughs> flaky, is that good? Inhaled that. that was Too just, easy of a joke. It smells so good. All right, Slick. Mm. <laughs> that is, is that good? Yeah, I'm telling you, I can't believe it. Believe this place is just like this little hidden gem. Oh, this, got some chocolate oh, this is good, the little chocolate cake. You just had a piece of chocolate cake? And then, Teddy, I figured this was healthy, healthy for us. It's got raisins in it. Oh, raisins. <laughs> raisins make everything healthy. <laughs> it's a raisin muffin. And then there's cookies. We gave one over to Israel also. There's now, so many good gems in our community. When I was working in the Union, I used to go to this coffee shop in New York. And had a toasted blueberry muffin mm-hmm. with a cup of coffee. The muffin was twice the size of this one. And when you cut it open, they put butter on it and they toasted it. You ever had a toasted muffin? Mm, I don't think right? so. You ever tired of toasted muffin? Yeah. With butter? I gained 20 pounds. And I said, why am I gaining so much weight? And there was a girl in the union that says, because you're eating that every day. <laughs> a muffin the size of your head. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Vinny, we got to get some of these over to you. It was better than being in love, I got to tell you. That was? And the plate. And then that is a cookie, and that's a... What is this? Wait a minute, what is this? A muffin. muffin. It's like a corn muffin with raisins. You like corn muffins? Mm -hmm. Toasted with butter, delicious, right? Okay. Hmm. What's your favorite so far? The guava and cheese? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pop-tarts. And the Pop-tarts? I'll, not a big fan. I'll get up after the show. Not a big fan of the pop tarts, the guava and cheese. Your big one. Good morning, Brenda Warren. She says she wanted me to tell you all hello and happy Friday, everyone. Brenda did a fantastic post this morning, and she is hosting Editor's Desk today at two thirty. Do we know she's interviewing? I do know who she's interviewing, and Brenda. As soon as we get off air, I'm going to send you all of that information to send over to your guest. Yes, Brenda is interviewing. I have it right here. I'm going to send it to Slick. Jim Hendricks, Advanced Relationship Training. Jim Hendricks. So we're, she's got that going on. She's been spectacular joining our team. And Dear Abby is joining our forces as well as joining our family with a couple segments a month. Now that's on interesting. Relationships and Digit City. And the next one I'd like to do with her on, on a different demographic. We talked about that. We're going to go older, don't we? <clears throat> I think so. I don't think you we can really go Abby's younger. Old? Can we? Yeah, you can go into the uh, six-year-olds. Mm. Oh, you like. Dawn eats. <laughs> <laughs> the flaky crust, the jelly inside, the guava and cheese, delicious. So good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Steve-O. Actually, I wanted to call Steve-O also because I think our afternoon show should be a New York State of Mind show is what I was thinking. Yeah, you can come down, come on down. We'd and like there was to no one him. better to do a New York State of Mind show than you and Steve-O. Well, we want to see how his wife is doing as well. We get some updates on that. Absolutely. So a lot of old friends I want to reach out to, but what happened is last night, it was a little late when I got back to the house, and I thought, I can't, and I was even going to text Slick. I can't text all these people at 11 o'clock at night Did they want to join us today. So hopefully we can reach out to them this morning and see who we can get to you join us. You should have sent a text earlier. A little late on the draw there. We were a little busy here yesterday. We had a lot of shows, but they were fantastic shows. Vinny, nice job on the Kids in Capes piece. Thank you. Really, really nice job on that. So we did a lot of things. We had some meetings, and you guys did your happy hour. We did. And I'm hoping maybe later today we can talk about some of those subjects. The Netflix piece. The the where? The The Gymshark. Gym stuff. Yeah. Keep thinking really? about Jim instead of Jim, like J I M said J Y M, thinking, oh, Jim Shark. G Y M? I think it was J I M Shark yesterday. I was like, yikes. Shark. Like, oh, Jim Shark. No, G Y M. I know, I just feel like, oh, Jim Shark. You were a different, you were looking at men. I got you. <laughs> wow, wow. Jim Crow. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Let's not bring up yesterday. We're going to talk about that again. Good that morning, Charlotte. We should bring Charlotte Lustig in also. She's always watching our show. Thank you. She likes my hair. And Thank it's funny much. because I asked Charlotte to come in, and she says she's uh, she sells. She's a salesperson, so she's always on the road. That's what I'm thinking. It'd be perfect. Now it's time, before you get busy again, because yep. things are opening up again, to come on down and have a cup of coffee with us. So things are opening. I want to bring some coffee over to the bakery, bring some old friends on our show today. Amy Minty is not joining us today, I don't think. So we'll have her back next I week. I you confirmed that. I want to get a couple more chapters of her new book. I was going to ask her to send them over and print them out. I know. A lot of things going on. I was hoping she was going to bring a couple of chapters. Maybe we want to drop it off? <laughs> they can just email it to me and I'll print them out. I can't read that way. What do you I mean? Notice I noticed. Like she what? sent me a couple of I'll pages print them for via you. text. She's going to print them for you. Yeah, but by the time you print them for me, the book will be out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how Dawn teases? She goes, oh, this is a great book, and she takes it home, never to be seen again, <laughs> until the author shows up a month later. Oh, this is a great book. Oh, yeah, I read it. Well, can you bring it back? You know what I do is I take pictures and snippets, and I send it over to Amy, and I go, I love this. And I think it was the end of Chapter 3 or 4, she talked about life is about choices, and it is your life to choose. You are not here to please other people. You're here to live your life and live by the choices. It is up to you. And I thought, wow. You know, it's much fun. And Amy is so much fun. She does great shows and her books are fantastic. But then she has these nuggets of, nuggets of you know what? She's absolutely right about that. Well, she she would do your mayonnaise some. and American cheese too. I would. guarantee she would but do it's that. A, it was a thing in the day. Did you read that pay, that chapter? I definitely did. Is that really hilarious? Like it's <laughs> now, I got to tell you, I got to ask you. <laughs> I haven't laughed at a book that hard in a while. Have you ever had spam from a can? No. No. Have you ever had it? No. I ever? just, no, I cook it. Good. You, you what? cook it? Yeah, I'll cook you with eggs. But you eat but it. But have you ever had it? Yeah. Okay, that's one. Vinny, you ever had spam from a can? No. Do you, do you remember <laughs> when you took the key off the top and then you opened the can? <laughs> do you remember that? They don't do that anymore, do they? No, like you sardines? just um, open the thing, kind of like a soda can. Now it opens like a soda can. In the day, they used to take the key off, and you had to stick it on the metal and open. That's an old mm -hmm. World War II. Spam was used to feed the soldiers. So they never converted the machines to go to the way it is now. My question is, and I kind of know the answer, why? why I why? know to feed the masses cheap. But why would anyone think about putting meat in a can? Time and out. is it meat? It is meat. It just has a whole lot of other things. <laughs> let, me, but let, me, let me clarify this before you condemn my spam. I'm not condemning. It's truly a question because I know it's fed the masses. Spam is, a, is the way I grew up. Excuse so me? be very heated, heated spam. And he knows what I'm talking about because when you grew up poor, that was steak dinner. That's where I learned to eat the cheese and the mayo because my mother used to put a piece of Spam on the cheese and the mayo. Well, see, that makes sense, though, because it's not just cheese and mayo. But the steak dinner wasn't all the time. That was his dinner. So they had the can. You had to open it. There was a lot of fat that came off of that. You had to wipe that off, right? Gotta, and then you cook it. that on there, too. But let me ask you something. Do you know what goes into a hot dog? Yeah. Um... The reason sure Don and I weren't eating the hot dogs. dogs. The reason I don't really we got off hot the nachos. But well, you have. Mm, well, we have. I always grew up on kosher hot dogs. It ain't no different. Just because yeah. they call it kosher don't mean they don't put pig ears and stuff in there. Everything. Well, Everything trust goes, me, they don't goes put pig ears in a kosher hot dog. Trust you shouldn't put pig ears in a kosher hot dog. Me. Yeah, no. You trust me. I used to sell kosher food. I'm sorry to say. And I don't want to get into an argument with people, but in New York in the day, there was all the same, just changing a lot of labels. I'm telling you the truth. But the bottom line here is Spam. Heated up Spam was like heating up bologna. My bologna has a first name. It's B-O-L-G. Remember that? It's O-S-C-A-R. I can't spell bologna. I can't believe you guys remember the commercials that you and I remember. They're young. They're a whole I never saw that commercial, but I used to love bologna. And any time my parents gave it to me as a kid, they would like come into the room singing that. Because my dad loves it. My friend, for snacks, I always ate growing up. Like food was a thing. She would make bologna boats. Oh, yeah. And she'd put bologna on white bread. Mm-hmm with Miracle Whip, yeah. American cheese, and then 
in the microwave. And this was an afternoon delicacy miracle, snack. Miracle Whip is made. Miracle Whip. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, but I used to use Helmets, not Miracle Whip. That tastes like love, raw egg. They love Miracle Whip. It's Miracle Whip bologna, Kraft American cheese, and white bread. Nothing you heat that it I up. would eat right you now. You see, you guys put that bologna in the microwave. Try heating it up like we do with the Spam, baby. On a grill? Ooh, I'm <laughs> My bologna has his second name. is M-A-Y-E-R. Remember that song? Yes. Or if I had to. I wonder where that little boy, how you old he is now. He died already. No. Eating all that bologna. How do you all oh, do you I think that little eat boy it every is? Day, and if you ask me why, I'll say, because Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. <laughs> Spelling lessons. See, we remember how to spell bologna. We remember Schoolhouse Rock. The things mm-hmm. that we remember as kids. But do you know what went into bologna? A lot of oh, pig ears. awful stuff. <laughs> a lot of pig ears. <laughs> a lot of pig ears went into bologna. I got to tell you, the first time that I actually brought my dog a pig ear, and I realized mm. it was like tongue, not just a name. It was truly... A fried pig ear is like horrifying. Why? They put it in a bag and they're like freeze dried. Forget pig about ears. pig ears. I wouldn't eat that because I had wax in it. The so dog's not it. for you. But uh, is it like dog treats? What about pig feet? You ever seen people eats, eat pig feet? My mother eats frog's legs. No. Mm-hmm. If I ever see a, a frog on my plate, I run away. I really leave the restaurant. My mother eats those. A lady took me to a holistic restaurant once and there was frog eggs. I mean, frogs' legs on the plate. I said, you and it, goodbye, see you. Reminds me of Passover. Passover? I pass over that plate. (laughs) I would pass that over. I wouldn't eat that for nothing. I got to tell you, if you think back in history on what we've been through this year, right, the plagues, the deaths, the locusts, the hate, I'm telling you, God God sent frogs was one of the plagues that came down from Pharaoh, yeah. They, they burst it into flames, or at least they got, they, they poof. Speaking of flames, you were going, you actually offered to light my foot on fire yesterday to remove the glass. Is that yeah. really a thing, or did you make that up? No, it's a joke. And I would have let you do it, because I trust you. Yeah, you were so ready. You were just like, okay. Really? He's like, no, it's going to hurt really badly. And you were just like, okay. My, my foot was so much pain last night, and Vinny probably falling off the stage did not help. But Vinny was right there to catch me. The vacuum in one hand, and he, I know he would have been like, whoop. But I landed on my feet. I tripped this, right off How does your glass infected foot feel now? It hurts. Well, you got glass in I it. I was up most of the night with heating pads on my feet. That's not going to take pack. away the pain. The reason it hurts is the body's telling you it's going to spit out glass. I was in the beaches of Puerto Rico, and I fell on a coral reef. My Ooh. first wife was headed there, and I swam out because I knew she was going in the wrong direction. And she was like five foot nothing. And I grabbed her, and I threw her. But she was ready to go face into a coral reef. And you know what coral reef is like, right? Glass. So I ended up taking the wave on my back, on my back, on the coral. I was stuck on there, and they had, the lifeguards had to come out and get me. And they put me on this bar. They took me to a bar, and my back was full of coral reef. So they had to sort of take Debrate it out. it. So what I learned was I had a piece of coral that was in my skin, and I went home. And it was hurting me like that, just like your foot. And my father, may he rest in peace, said to me, you got coral in your back. Do you want me to get it out? And I said, yeah. So he comes, and he heats up my back. He burns my back, and the damn thing spit out. But it left a mark, so I wouldn't do it because it's going to leave a scar. But it hurt me so much that after it came out, it felt great. That's where I learned that trick. I got a double scar in one spot. It's the craziest thing. Brenda says, fried bologna was everything with Hellman's. Of course. <laughs> you know, I, I met Brenda in another life. I think so. Because we share everything. She says, hard pass on the Pop-Tarts, cheese, and mayo. Brenda, yes, all I tell pass. you is try it one time. Now that was Dr. Roseanne. Hard pass on Brenda, it, yes. I don't know. We got we to gotta find out and see what that's all about. We got a lot of people writing in. Charlotte, yes, DM us, and we will give you the address, and we'll come on by and set up some time to meet and chat. Yes, come on. I, I get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Do we have Teddy on script today? <coughs> yes. I think she's going to hard pass today. Teddy, we have Teddy unscripted today? Mm. All right, so we're going to run a tape of the Girls Chronically Rock podcast with Keisha Graves today at 1030. And we've got, um, oh, you have a special guest coming in today to film. I don't mm. know if he's coming in or they're going to do it virtually, but it is the um, it is in tribute of 9-11 
um, Steve-O is going to have a special guest. I don't, I'm not even allowed to say who it is. He's going to air it in the future. All right, so more to come. Then we got Fuego and then Viennese Social. We've started our day eating and drinking, and we're just going to continue as a tribute to continuing life, loving life, loving your family, our friends, our crew is amazing. I can't wait to get that piece out for you all to see. Truly just a glimmer of how amazing. When you see, I'm all ready for all with us. Slick Saloon tonight. Slick Saloon is coming up this afternoon, sponsored by Gubba Rum. I got to give Steve a call, give him some codes also, and a big thank you to Dear Abby. So more to come with that also. We're going to put a commercial spot together. Slick, you're going to do that on Digit City? Yes, Digit City. Relationship Me and, and love advice. All you have to do is ask Dear Abby. So write in your questions, yes. and we'll get those over to her for our next segment. So more to come. Are we going to build a Digit City featuring Dear Abby? Okay. That's interesting. But I, I wouldn't mind. this vision of a city built with numbers. So there's like a skyscraper that's six, five, mm. right? So you have the digits in mm -hmm. the city skyline. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. I know my like brain. Like nine, five, four, seven, five, four, five, right? six, one. You lost me at the, uh, at the entrance. When I was growing up, there was a restaurant called Area Code 305 on commercial. Mm. And every table had a phone in the middle and you could mm. call the other tables. So truly, it was like a digit restaurant. And I, nice. like if Vinny had a table, I would just pick it up and I go, oh, he's table three. And I pick up and I call and go, hey, table three. I'm like table 10 over here. It was really wow. a cool concept. That's I a like nice. That. I like that concept. I hey, think we should bring I'm that back. You a drink. Yeah, no, I think we should, though. I think wow. we should bring that back. I never heard of that. You know what we have? We actually have a system in the back of the studio. Remember the different speakers on every, we were going to put them on every table? Yeah, I remember that. That we could maybe put here <coughs> and there. We can put one here, one over there, and we can have like Digit City. Okay. We could do wow. that. That'd be kind of cool, I right? I like that. I like that. No, seriously. <laughs> it was a great restaurant. How was the food? <laughs> it was good. I mean, who cares? Like, who cares? The conversation was How much was fun nice. that was. You go out yeah. and you know you could just pick up. A phone and, and call like, another hey. table. And that's why people went there, because you knew that was part of the fun of going to this restaurant. Uh, that is amazing. Yeah. It was on commercial. And it worked? Commercial. How many times did you go there? All the time. Why not? We were calling everybody? <laughs> I can tell you. You got some story, you know? I got to tell you, I had a re I've had a really good life, I must say. That a lot hilarious. of fun. That is hilarious. But that would be an interesting, maybe we uh, we bring that back uh, with, uh, with, with uh, Ask. Ask Dear Abby. Dear Abby. Brenda says we're making her hungry. Brenda, we got to send you some of these pastries and uh, Freddie's recipe book. Freddie what? Freddie's recipe book. <laughs> Brenda, just so you know, I make it up as I go along. But a big part of, of my, my dishes has a lot of mayo or ketchup. Do you know what happens when you mix ketchup and mayo? You get Russian dressing. You get Russian dressing. Oh, yeah, you did you say that. But, yeah, but I get a tummy it. ache. You get a stomach ache. Brought it up. You didn't notice that, and you and you and like I to cook, it. right? It's usually my mom that cooks for me, or my brother. You know, the answer to that question is yes. I love to cook because <laughs> anybody who cooks spam. Now, do you know what another delicacy is among Latino community? What? White rice and two eggs. White rice and two eggs. I I actually do cook that sometimes. You had that before? All the time. White rice and eggs. Because you're half Puerto yes. Rican, half like Haitian, that? right? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. See, even Vinny ate that. Steak, rice. No, no. You had to put them uh, sunny side over whatever. Yes. You have to be fried eggs. Yeah, okay. Steak, rice, and eggs are definitely I'm thinking you had morning. two hard-boiled eggs with the rice. Well, in the That's day, what? we couldn't afford I think we steak. need a kitchen. There'd be more to clean, is all I can tell you. Yeah, all right, you, go, you, come, you bring in a set yes. of fried eggs, and you bring in a thing of rice, and you put it together. It's funny because there was a year that I was coaching the Condors, and I had a lot of Latinos and American kids, and they couldn't communicate because one, they only spoke Spanish and they only spoke English. So I put them together, and that's what I used: uh, eggs and white rice. And I brought it over, and they, everybody was like, "Ha ha ha!" It didn't matter that they couldn't communicate. You know what? But that's how the cafe started. Always around food. Because every conversation, no matter what culture, what color, what creed, what gender, everybody eats, everyone has family, everyone comes together oh, in minute. love Hold and respect. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Now, this is different. You mean we do share one thing in life? We share a lot of things. We eat. Yeah. I have to tell you, one of the best shows, and I know we got to go, we're running late, that we ever had. We started late. Was, we had Mama Ali. I remember that. 
She brought in a friend of hers who is also Muslim, who's a dancer. And then we had Avi from the Kosher Restaurant. Who reached out to me. He's Did coming. He? Yeah, he's coming. And they all sat at our table and they had a conversation and they talked food and friends and no politics. And right. everyone got along. And if that was not, we should really take that, find that show and re air that show because that was one of our best shows ever. Just to show you that everyone is the same. And we all come together over food and break bread together. And traditions, there were foods that started out here, ended up there, and changed over here. Right. But they all, with tradition, the pagans, which were outlawed, pagan, we follow a lot of what the pagans used to do on Halloween and things of that nature. So, you know, never think that because you're having something that it was created, maybe it has a history to it. I know mayonnaise does. You know how they make mayonnaise? Eggs. And oil. And they mix it. So Brenda's funny. She says she still makes ketchup and mayo with her rice on eggs. That's right. <laughs> now, have that. Brenda, have that ketchup and mayo with your french fries. Aaron does that. It is. On, oh, try potato chips. On everything. On everything. Hilarious. All right, everyone, have a great morning. We'll give you all of our delicious recipes. Break bread. Hug someone you love today. And today is a faithful Friday. Have a great morning. We'll see you in a little bit. And don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Broken Cafe on Facebook at The Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time. In the cold and sleepless nights, I wait for you to bring me back to life. In my electric eyes. It doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to say Sound waiting deep inside.